This is the Visionary Collective podcast, helping visionary, purpose-led entrepreneurs and leaders come together to activate their biggest visions and have the unshakable confidence to build a successful and fulfilling life and business that makes a difference in the world. I'm Lisa Mitchell, and I'll be sharing everything you need to create the foundations and growth to build your legacy. You know you are here to do something bigger as part of the Visionary Collective. Hi, and welcome to this episode. So today I want to talk about how to live and work in the visionary way. And living and working as a visionary is something that I've been studying and thinking about and connecting to for the last 20 years. And it really comes out of my experience of having worked with top level visionaries and founders and their organizations, as well as large organizations for that last 20 years as a consultant, and also having worked in organizations myself. I've worked in both big FMCGs like Sainsbury's, and I worked for an internet startup as well. So I've got experience across that whole spectrum. Both have been being within organizations and also, you know, latterly in the last 20 years, being a consultant to those organizations. And so what I've had the privilege of observing is how visionaries live and work. And what I know from that experience is that there are some amazing things about how visionaries work and what I've experienced, what I've seen through the years. And there are also some things that that have been a little bit out of whack. Now, of course, in those 20 years, the world has changed enormously. Organizations have changed enormously. I mean, oh my goodness, you couldn't make it up, could you? So, This is also an evolving picture. You know, I look at who I am, who the people I'm coaching are now, even in comparison to 10 years ago, and the difference is unrecognizable. So this is also about how do we maximize what we're doing? How do we take this visionary aspect and live and work that way? And one of the things I'm really passionate about bringing in, I'm going to talk about in this episode, is this integration across life and work. Because again, what I found working with visionaries and working with passionate entrepreneurs and founders is that sometimes we're so passionate about our business and what we're doing in the world and the impact that we want to create, that we create an imbalance. And, you know, for women I've coached, often it's that they've neglected that personal relationship, maybe having children, all of those things. And for men, it can also be burnout. It can be a lack of balance, which also impacts on their relationships, their marriages, et cetera, et cetera. So I come from an abundant perspective where I believe that we can have it all and that you can have a successful and fulfilling life and business. And, you know, that you can have personal wealth and abundance and you can also have an impact in the world. All those things are possible. So that's the perspective I'm coming from when I'm talking about living and working the visionary way that you are able to hold an integrated sense of your life and work so that this really goes across all those pieces. So I sometimes like to give you a kind of definition of what a visionary is. So I looked up this definition the other day and I really liked it, which is that a visionary is a person with original ideas about what the future will look like. And I love that because you know, say sometimes when I'm talking about visionaries, it can sound a bit kind of like highfalutin or something, but actually it's just a person with original ideas about the future. 
And, you know, that's many people in the world. It's probably you if you're listening to this podcast. Even if you haven't put those original ideas into practice yet, you still have original ideas and thoughts. You still look at the world and say, gosh, you know, I wonder why we do it that way. I feel like this could be different, you know. And that could be in the workplace. It could be in education. It could be with parenting. You know, wherever you're you know, your speciality is and your passion and desire, wherever that takes you, you're looking to change something in the world. So I want to give you a sense of what I've seen before when I've been working with visionaries, particularly visionary founders of large organizations, what I've seen transpire. So, you know, on the positive side, when I've worked with visionaries, they have extraordinary energy. I mean, my goodness, you look at somebody that's a visionary and you think, how the hell do they get all of that done? <laughs> they just seem to have this inordinate energy for their business and life. And that comes from a connection. It comes from the connection to the bigger vision, the bigger mission. And again, I'm going to talk about that more. But I was talking about this to someone a couple of years ago, and I said, you know, it's like visionaries have this direct line to the universe. And I talked about this in the previous episode, actually, but, you know, that the visionaries have this connection to something bigger than them. And often it's been downloaded. Often it's something that's just come to them. And, you know, these big missions, you know, I also know that visionaries will go, gosh, do I really want to take that on? Like, am I really going to do that, whatever the thing is, because it's a big thing that they're about to start off on. But you almost have no choice. Well, you always have a choice, <laughs> but as fisheries, we tend to take these things on, right? So they're aligned, they're integrated. They put their vision and energy first. So they have a download. They have something that they just know they need to do. And it is a knowing, you know, and often when I talk to these people, it's like it came from outside of them. Maybe they woke up with this knowing or maybe, you know, they'd be doing a meditation and it came to them or they were on a beach somewhere and it came to them. You know, it's one of those kind of things. They see what others can't see and they can see it so clearly and so transparently that the path becomes clear for them, even if it isn't clear for everybody at that point, because you're leading into the future. You know, they're totally creative. They follow their gut feel and intuition and they have the courage to go after their vision and not be put off by setbacks. You know, a setback or a challenge is just an opportunity to pivot and move. It's not a thing that's going to throw them off their vision. And I say they're connected to this bigger potential, this bigger impact that they're bringing to life. So hopefully as you listen to some of that, you can think, well, I yeah, I get that. I can think of other people that I admire that are have a visionary perspective in the world and I can see what they're doing. And hopefully you can also feel some of that for yourself of like, oh, actually, yeah, that is kind of me. You know, I do do that. And, you know, one of the pieces I do in my work with people is to get them to claim that visionariness for themselves. Because sometimes we have one of those kind of like, oh, really little old me? When you start to look at it and claim it, you realize that that's been you all along, probably all of your life. In fact, undoubtedly through the whole of your life. The other side of being a visionary, though, and being a visionary founder, as I'm talking about people that run organizations and bigger organizations than just being a solopreneur, for example, is that often they've sacrificed parts of their life for this bigger vision and impact. You know, so 
you know, I've said before that often, you know, visionaries become workaholics because work is where we express ourselves most freely often. And it's the place where it's often easiest for us to be ourselves. And so we kind of become addicted to it. But it can mean that we sacrifice other pieces that we find less easy. And that was certainly me for a long time. You know, I love my work and I was so passionate about it and I know I'm good at it. And I just had this confidence with it that I really neglected the other pieces of my life that were harder for me. So the relationships, particularly the romantic relationships, I neglected that area of my life because it was easier just to chuck myself into work. So that's why I'm talking about this integration across life and work so that we have what we want and desire across all pieces. Because the truth is, if you sacrifice your life for your work, at some point you will wake up and think, oh my God, I forgot about those pieces or was it worth it? Or, you know, it's now too late to do X, Y, and Z. And I've particularly found that with my female clients. So they wake up and go, oh my goodness, I've been working so hard that now I'm 40 and I, you know, I really want to be in a relationship and I'd like to have children. And, you know, all of those things start coming up. So we're consciously creating so that those things don't just pop up in the future. The other thing is that they tend to, or have a tendency to, not always, over control their businesses because they have this vision for it. And it's kind of like their baby Sometimes they over-control it and get lost in the detail. And that, again, will slow down the progress of your business. And I've talked about how you quantum leap your business as a visionary. One of the ways that you slow down that quantum leap is you over-control. And also sometimes I've seen it where a visionary founder with a huge energy will actually exhaust other people who try to work like them or at the pace of them. So it's also allowing everybody else to work at their own pace and their own vision with their own energy. So I hope you're getting a sense I'm talking about it, that living and working the visionary way is really about having the life and work integrated. I'm going to talk about vision in a second, but the vision is the thing that pulls those things together. You need to make your business and your work work for you across all the elements. And this is about conscious creation. And so having a vision that spans the two is vitally important to have that integration, to have that sense of, yeah, I talk about work-life integration rather than balance so that your work and your life are not fighting each other or you're not compensating your personal life for the fact that you're exhausted at work. So I devised this thing last year, I think it was, I'm not very good on time, um, called the Visionary Way. And the Visionary Way is really a path, a kind of roadmap for how to live and work in a visionary way. And it comes out of everything I'm describing. So my last 20 years of working with visionary founders, visionary organizations, observing what works, observing what doesn't work, and really kind of decoding what does it mean to be a visionary and how can you live and work in a successful and fulfilling way as a visionary? So I want to talk about five different pieces, and this is the model that I've created called the visionary way. And those five pieces are connection, clarity, clearing, conscious creation, and co-creation. And it's kind of a journey, although it's not a linear process. You might feel like, oh gosh, I really need to work on this bit, not this bit. And that's fine because I see this more like an infinity symbol. You know that it's it flows in and out and you might start at one piece or another. So I have connection in the model, but actually connection kind of sits around the outside of the model. And as I said, I talk about visionary sometimes as being this direct line to the universe. 
this is probably the thing that defines visionaries more than anything else for me is that they have a big vision and that they can hold that vision and that they can sort of see into the future and as if it's happening now and they are connected to a bigger energy and potential around them. So they live what I call energy first. So their energetic, how they live, how they create is really the most important thing. And most of us live by, or many people live by the kind of circumstances. Things happen and we react to them. Or we plan from our heads, we plot out what we're going to do, often based on the past. Visionaries don't do that. They are connected to a bigger potential. They feel it. They see it. They can envisage what's happening. And it's like it's happened already. So they connect their intuition. They connect their gut feel. They live as, you know, this thing is happening already. It's almost like they've brought it to fruition energetically before it ever transpires in reality, in practical reality. And that's part of how visionaries quantum leap, how they collapse time, because they've already brought it through energetically and therefore it starts to transpire in normal life. And so when you see people and you think, my God, how on earth did they do it that quickly? That's how they do it. And there's lots of scientific evidence around this in quantum physics about, you know, that when you imagine something you've got a certain vibration and then the pieces will line up around you. And I have many experiences of that. And if you're listening to this as a visionary, then probably you do too, right? Where you've imagined something or thought about something and then lo and behold, that phone call pops in or that person pops in or circumstances line up in a way that you think, wow, I only really thought about that yesterday. It's not coincidence, It's an energetic pull. It's a magnetism. And that's really one of the things that visionaries have that makes them incredibly powerful. So the biggest thing you can can develop if you want to live and work as a visionary is living in a connected, energetic way. And there's many ways to do that. And I'll talk about that in future episodes. So the other thing, the second C is clarity. You know, you really need to be clear on who you are and what are you here to do and what's your big vision? Because that big vision is like, I say, is this kind of magnetic pull. It's your North Star for you so that even if things don't go as you think they will go, it doesn't matter because you know you're driving the big vision and you will drive that big vision no matter what. So setbacks are just setbacks. You know, you don't fail once and think, oh my God, it's never going to work, I'm a failure. You know, you go, oh, okay, time to pivot, time to change. You know, and I've heard Richard Branson and people like that talk about this subject that even if they've gone bankrupt, even if they've had businesses that failed, they've still known in their hearts that they are wealthy, successful business people. They've known they're here to create change. And that belief, that vision, that bigger piece holds true no matter what. So my bigger vision is to revolutionize how we live and work. Unsurprisingly, <laughs> if you've listened to anything that I'm doing here on social media. So that spans the whole of my life and, and work, right? And I used to have it very much in my work and not in my life. And I realized a couple of years ago that it was creating a disconnect and it was creating quite a lot of stress and tension for me, actually, that I felt like I was authentic in my work, but not necessarily in my personal life to the same degree. And once I integrated that and did the personal work around that and the personal healing around that, 
the more I, I've kind of created that balance and that integration between my personal life and my work life, and I'm one person across the piece, aligned with this big vision of revolutionizing how we live and work, the more everything has flowed. So it's a really interesting integration that sometimes I, well, often I have my clients working on their personal life, not on their work life, and yet then their work quantum leaps. So the personal is the work for you if you're a visionary, because the business has our essence in it. And if you're blocked and if you've got stuff that you're not working on personally, it will transpire in your business. I've seen it so many times that somebody that is the founder of a business has money blocks. Oh, guess what? The money's not flowing in their business or the founder has control issues. Oh, guess what shows up in their business? So, you know, this sense of clarity for your North Star is so important. It's also important because it magnetizes other people to you. It makes people go, oh, my goodness, I would love to get involved in that. I would love to do this with you. I want to join your company. I feel passionately about that, too. And only when you embody your own vision and and your own clarity can you pull others to you and amplify your vision and create it bigger in the world. So the third C is clearing. And I've kind of touched on this already, but, you know, we have to do our own personal work as visionaries, as entrepreneurs, as founders of companies and as leaders in organizations, too, as visionary leaders. So then this isn't a one off thing. It's like, oh, I did my personal work. Now I'm done. Tick. You know, (laughs) we are always evolving and growing. So this clearing and healing process, if you choose to be on this journey as a visionary, is an ongoing process, you know? And I find that the more I've cleared out the sort of more surface stuff, if you like, the deeper the healing is and the more impact I actually see from the work I do. So this podcast, my community that I'm building, this work with visionaries really came out of my personal clearing, my personal healing, my claiming of myself as a visionary in the world. And when I did that, it opened up my business in a whole other way that doesn't just make it more successful financially, it actually makes it more fulfilling and exciting and amazing to me. So so when you do the healing work, it opens up the whole span of what you can create for yourself and what you can create for your business. So when I've worked with leaders, entrepreneurs, founders, what's holding them back in their business is never that they don't know the strategy or that they don't know know, their area of expertise. It's always that personal piece. And often, you know, it goes right back to childhood, that there's a confidence issue, that we've been told something, that we've taken on some belief there's actually stopping us expanding on our vision and expanding on our business in the world. And honestly, when you do that deep healing, which is really a part of my work with visionaries, it will absolutely transform your life and business. So I feel really passionate about that deep healing work that we take on that as visionary entrepreneurs and founders. And if you're feeling stuck right now, that will be the piece that's missing, I can guarantee you. So the third C, um, sorry, the fourth C (laughs) is conscious creation. And so, you know, if I span back through this model, I'm feeling connected. I'm, I'm connected to the universe. I'm connected to creativity and potential and this bigger field of potential exists around me. 
I've I've tuned in. I've kind of really connected to my big vision, my big why, if you like, of what I'm here to do in the world. I've cleared out the stuff that's holding me back, the trauma, the wounds, the, you know, the stuff that I have taken on as I've gone through life that isn't helping me expand as a visionary founder. And then I can get into kind of like really consciously creating what I want. And, you know, this kind of sounds obvious, but we know even when we think about, you know, the mind and the brain and how we work, a lot of how we operate in the day-to-day is unconscious, right? We cannot make a decision about every little thing we have to do in the day. It just wouldn't be possible. So the brain creates these kind of automatic programs and processes that help us just get through the day, you know, and get dressed in the morning and clean our teeth and all the things that we don't need to think about. Drive a car, all those automatic processes. And so one of the things that I help people do is to really get into conscious creation, to say, okay, so what am I creating here energetically and practically? Can I consciously create what I want energetically, you know, particularly in the morning, setting up your day, setting up your day with intention, really kind of going, okay, what's this day about? What am I creating positively today? What's the impact that I want to have? What are my big focus areas for today? And then practically making this happen. And again, this conscious creation, this kind of, I'm in the driving seat of my life. I know what I'm creating. I know what I'm creating, you know, this month, this quarter, this year, and really feeling that energetically and practically making it happen is such a powerful place to be. And we have to do that. We have to set that up consciously. Otherwise, it won't happen. So being in the driving seat, being in conscious creation is again, just a game changer for how we live our lives. And you have to do that energetically and practically. So for some people, they get into a lot of action, but actually it's not connected. And so it's just a lot of action and it doesn't, it feels like hard work. It feels like you're kind of going, getting through the to-do list. So you have to connect to the energetic side. For other people, they connect very easily to the energy and the vision and have to kind of consciously ground that into action because otherwise they're too much in the ether. So I call this the profound and the practical. How do you pull those pieces together? How do you live across that spectrum so that you create a really powerful life and business that you absolutely love? And then the fifth C is what I call co-creation. And I've been in so many organizations through the years and I've worked in organizations myself, of course, and I've seen the shift from hierarchy, which was true when I went into work. I'm not going to tell you how many years ago that was, you know, where, you know, people told you to do stuff and you just got on and did it, particularly at the junior levels, right? It was very hierarchical, very kind of tell style. And then obviously things shifting into more, you know, there was a whole phase in business around collaboration and values-led businesses and all of those things. But you know, ended up feeling a bit soft for me, particularly I'm an action girl. So as one of my facets, but it ended up feeling a bit soft and it was a bit too compromisey for me. And, you know, let's create values that, that embody all of us. Well, okay, but then I might have something I'm really passionate about that doesn't sit in there. So how do we create something that, you know, where we all get to stand in our power? So this is a new paradigm of being visionaries in the world. And it's what I create in my relationships, in my business, very consciously. 
So my picture of this is that I'm standing in my own space, in my own energy as a visionary with my unique desires and passions and strengths and all of those things and talents. And you are also standing in your vision with your passion and energy and talents and strengths. And then we look for where we co-create. So what's the piece that brings us together that we're both passionate about? And this is a conversation that I really encourage you to have as a visionary. So if somebody else is going to join your business, what I will say to people is, okay, this is me. I'm really passionate about revolutionizing how we live and work. I love to work with visionaries. I'm passionate about helping visionaries really activate their vision to create successful and fulfilling lives and businesses and have a big impact in the world. That's what I want to create. And I want to create that activation in everybody that works with me, whether that's somebody that's working freelance for me on social media, for example, whether it's somebody that's employed in my business, whether it's when I'm working with clients, I'm co-creating from a very clean, energetic space so that there is no codependency There's no neediness, you know, because we all know that feels icky in relationships. I get to stand in my power. You get to stand in your power. And then we create something extraordinary together. And so this is a very new paradigm, certainly for big organizations. This is a very new paradigm. And even for visionaries to be like, oh, I'm the visionary and then everyone else scurries around and kind of does, you know, their pieces to saying, okay, I want to know what's your vision. What pulled you into this organization? What are you passionate about? What's the pieces that you see here that you really want to bring into being? That's a very different conversation, even at the recruitment stage of like, you know, rather than, you know, and this is all coming into being. This is the exciting thing for me, that as the generations have changed, when newer generations are coming into business now, they see it as more of a partnership. Okay, so I'm me. This is what I care about. This is what I'm looking for. Tell me about you. And that drives older people in business, more established people in business, crazy. Because they're just kind of like, what? Like, I'm going to tell you about the business first and then see if you're fit to work here. You know, that's not how the world is anymore, right? We all know this. And it's not been that way for a long time from the kind of millennials onwards. So this is really about a partnership. It's saying, here's me or my organization and what we have to offer. And we want the best of you to come to the table. So what is it that you can offer and how do we create this new paradigm together? So can you feel as I talk through these these elements, this roadmap of how to live and, and work in a visionary way, can you feel what gets created? And the overarching principle of this is that we're living energy and consciousness first. You know, it's that sort of saying that we are energetic beings having a human existence. I really believe that. And the more I've connected that way, the more I've lived my life from this sense of having a connection to universal energy, being connected to higher potential, living and working from there, you know, from how I set up my day, connecting to my gut feel, my intuition, my creativity, you know, listening to what is the other next pieces for me in the business, receiving what's next for me in the business, more in the feminine energy than masculine, then I'm receiving everything through. And when I do that, and I'm in that bigger energetic, 
I'm not operating from my own energy before uh, anymore. I'm operating from this bigger field of potential and then anything's possible. So that's where magic and miracles happen. That's where you see a vision and you think, oh my God, how did they go from here to here in a year or two years or three years? How did they magnetize all these people to them? It's because they're really not operating from their own energy and their own ego. They're operating almost like um, a channel for a bigger thing to come through. And we can feel that. We can feel that bigger energy and potential. We're magnetized to it. And we don't always understand why, but it's like they state something, they say something that's a bigger potential, a bigger impact in the world. And part of that magnetizes me. Oh my gosh, I feel like that too. I would love to be involved in that. I wonder if I can get involved. I wonder if I can help and support that mission, right? That's how we come together, visionary to visionary, heart to heart, soul to soul. And when we do that, then your business will change. And, oh, I'm going to get emotional. <laughs> and, you know, it's not just your business. It's all the people that you interact with. It's the people in your work and life. And that creates an impact and a ripple effect across the world. This is how we change the world. And that's what I'm most passionate about, is changing the world by bringing together visionaries, by bringing together communities of visionaries, by helping you create an extraordinary business where you impact on tens and hundreds and thousands of people. And then we change the world. That's what I'm passionate about. And I'm so happy to be here talking about this and bringing into life this way of living and working, articulating this in a way that I hope inspires you and engages you and makes you want to be part of this bigger mission and community. I can't wait to carry on this conversation. Thank you for listening to the Visionary Collective Podcast with Lisa Mitchell. If you want to be part of this exciting, bigger movement, come and join other amazing visionary purpose-led entrepreneurs in my free Facebook group, The Visionary Collective.